Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com. Yep, we're keeping it real. You're on Un Radio. It's five minutes past twelve. I'm Pumi Mashoko, and you're on Womanda. Um, we are talking about life, as we always do around this time. It's a Wednesday, and I have a very special guest today. Very special guest, and that's why I played that song to start off the show. Um, you can join our conversation. You can comment. You can be part of this. And if you want to ask questions, if you want to give advice, if you want to give encouragement, you can definitely. You can call us directly into the studio. Your mic is always on. It's on zero eight six one five 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 one eight nine, or you can message me directly to screen. You know how that works at Cliff Central uh, on WeChat or on at Pumi Mashoho One or at Leslie Witt, who is our life coach in the studio today and our very special guest. But I'll introduce her a little bit later. You know, um, life coaching, life coaches, life coaching. It's such a it's like it's one of those things all of a sudden. Everybody wants a coach. Everybody wants a life coach, which makes sense because like life doesn't come with rule books. Hey, and so life coaching has become a big thing. We, we're so busy and we all want to win in the game of life, which is probably why life coaches have become so, so much a part of the, of the lexicon of today. Leslie Witt, who is an internationally accredited, ladies and gentlemen, internationally accredited, um, logo therapy. So I must admit that when I first read logo therapy, I wondered if it was like Lego. Um, <laughs> and then I read up about it and realized that logo comes from the Greek word that means meaning. So Leslie, thank you very much for coming and chatting with us. And, um, You've got a big life of your own. Yes, I do. <laughs> I looked for your boy's video. I still can't find it. Before oh. you go, we have to find it because okay. we must share that video with all the all listeners right. today. Perfect. Tell me about logotherapy and how you found it. Okay, let me tell you that I was on the coaching and training track um, for about 13 years. And I started getting no meaning out of what I was doing. So I needed to elevate myself to another level and to learn more and be more and experience more. And so as things happened, a coaching person walked into my office and told me about logotherapy and I phoned Eunice on the spot. <laughs> and, and did you love it on the spot? Absolutely. Or when you started? was taken on the spot. A little bit uh, daunting to begin with. Because the meaning of life, hey, mm. every day people wake up kind of thinking, oh, is today the day I find mm. the meaning? And when you find the meaning, is that the day you die? <laughs> <laughs> no, you should hopefully find it along the way. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if I can read you just one of Frankel, who is the father of logotherapy, he says, one cannot understand the meaning of life apart from the meaning of suffering, because suffering is an inevitable aspect of human existence. So dis to discover meaning in suffering is essential. Sure. So Fra Frankel, I, mm. I also struggled reading that name and mm. as I was reading deeper was astounded to find out that he is from the same school as the Freuds, you know, and is also Viennese. Yes. And and that it is that old. Because I, when I started reading about it, I had never heard about it until I saw your profile. And I thought mm. to myself, hmm, 
okay, this must be new. Mm. It's a fad. Mm. And then when I read deeper and deeper, that it's actually mm. so old. And, mm. and I think people have been looking for the meaning mm. of life mm. from, from a, vi- from the, the dawn of time, I suppose. In logotherapy, a lot of people, uh, feel that it's, it's, um, modeled of positive psychology. Or positive psychology, sorry, is modeled off logo. Oh. Okay. So it's a, it's a, a positive way of looking at things, but a realistic way. And it's optimal, optimally based living. And did it help you find that Abs- higher purpose? Having been a coach all yes. that time, yes. having worked with people to, to also realize their own potential mm. when you went searching, did it help you? Absolutely. I was in a stuck, stuck place at the time when I found Logo. I I felt that I didn't want to coach anymore, but I felt I wanted to deal with people. I felt that I had reached a plateau and and I had reached a plateau. And with this learning, um, and it's very deep learning, it's beautiful learning, um, I've been able to move on. I, I was unable to even get work at the time. Sure. Because mm. you, you had blocked yourself yes. because you didn't want to do it. Yes, because I didn't want to do it in that form and I didn't know another form. Mm. And in speaking of the, the deep suffering, my very precious guest who's, who's allowed us into her life and, and we've been chatting a little bit even before coming into the, I found her on Facebook. I must say, I found her on Facebook. <laughs> Where else? <laughs> because I'm those trolls. <laughs> But I was so touched. Matapelo, thank you so much for coming into the studio and having a chat with us and sharing with us your, your experience. And we're hoping we're going to um, have an experiment and, and see if we can help you get the tools mm. to begin to learn, you know, some of the. So just a little bit about why you believe what you, you're stuck right now. Okay. Good morning, Pumi, and good morning to your listeners. Um, the reason that I believe that I am stuck in my life right now, uh, mainly because I'm not fulfilled, I guess. And meaning fulfilled, I'm, I, I mean in a sense that each day that I wake up every morning, I don't even understand why do I even have to wake up. I wake up in the morning and I think, oh yeah, geez, another day. I'm just going to stay in the house and do nothing. Um if I'm going to go out and look for a job, I know, like leaving the house, I know uh, it's probably going to be another no. I don't think I'm going to get it yesterday. It would be funny if I get it yesterday. It would be weird if I get it yesterday because I'm, I'm so used to everybody just saying no, no, no and shutting the door in front of my face. And another thing that would hurt me is because you said and you think that, but I try so much. I try. I wake up every morning and I try. I wake up every morning and I say, you know what? It doesn't matter what happened today. Let me just try. And then coming back from trying, somebody said no. And I look at myself and I think, but why did you even try? You knew they were going to say no. So why did you even bother? You know, yesterday, let me share a story. Yesterday, I went into Kempton Park. Um, some, a friend called and said, there's a company, a hospitality company. I'm not even into hospitality. They're looking for waiters. Just go there. Maybe you might get lucky. Uh, traveling from where I live and going to Kempton Park, it's really expensive and I have to, to say, okay, should I buy food? Should I go look for a job? And I said, ah, let me just leave food. Let me go for a job because if I get this job, it means there'll be enough food. And when I get there, it was a scam. They are looking for money and, 
coming back, I was in the text and I was like, yeah, but you knew this. You knew this. Why? Why did you even bother going there? You woke up in the morning. You knew something bad was going to happen, but you still went. So I feel stuck. <laughs> so you feel stuck. Leslie, so Matapelo is young. I mean, just mm. even just looking at her, mm. she's gorgeous. She still has that mm. that plump skin mm. of, of a twenty-something-year-old yeah. young lady. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I think all of us think that young people yes. are optimistic by nature. And just listening to to her tell mm. yesterday's experience and mm. and the the um, not having any hope. So waking mm. up and not having any mm. hope. Is, is very disjointed from what we believe young people's mm. lives to be like. Mm. You know? Because what we need is hope. Okay, and what we need is as well. Would you say that a different attitude would, would serve you in a different way? I have thought that a different attitude would serve me mm. in a different way. In the beginning of all of this, mm. I believe that I had all the attitude that I could need. Mm. I I remember at some point being the type of person mm. that doesn't take a no. Mm. But after everything that has happened, I I realized that I gave up. I don't know if I gave up too quickly or was it in due time that I decided to mm. give up. Mm. Even though I still gave up, I still decided I should go. But I had a different attitude. I was a go-getter. I was, mm. I, if my, if my friends would tell you now, they would tell you like, really, you gave up? Mm. We, they, they don't even believe that I'm, I'm, mm. uh, maybe I'm depressed. When I tell them that, you know, I'm not feeling good today, they're like, you? Out of all people, I'm like, yeah, but mm. I'm not feeling okay. Mm. They're like, but I draw my strength from you. And I'm like, what strength mm. are you talking about? Cause I don't even have any of it anymore. Mm. And they're like, but, we thought you, you, you had everything. I'm like, but I don't feel like I have everything. I don't even think I have nothing at this point in time. So I don't know if maybe I could, I don't know how to go back there mm. to being a go-getter, having a different, I, now I, I really don't know how mm. to get back there. Okay. So at the moment, what you, what I'm hearing is that you're saying you're despondent, very despondent and you are depressed. You use I that am, word. I am very much depressed. Like I say, I wake up in the morning and I think, oh, mm. why did I even have to? There are days where I could sleep up until mm. like 11 o'clock mm. and I, I won't be in full sleep. I'll just be sleeping and then I wake up and then I'll be thinking like, really, is this how my life is? Is this how my life is going to be? Mm. Why am I even mm. in this life anymore? Mm. Mm. Leslie and Matapela, maybe mm. if I can just take you back. A, a little step so we can um, include the listeners in this. Mm. Just some of, of the, before we came on air, some of the stories that yeah. we were talking about, ab- about where we come from. Matapelo, mm. um, if you want to just give a background of, 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 of your life experience and, and where you are right now in life, you know, so, so that we can also just yeah. find the meaning in the suffering. Mm. Okay, Primi, um, I'm, I'm 25. Um, um, I have three kids. I'm 25. I've got three kids. I had kids at a very young age. Um, before I had kids, uh, my mother gave me away to my uncle when I was only two weeks old. So I was raised by my uncle. My uncle gave me back to my mother when I was about 10. And then I think when, when I look at my life, I remember that from the ages of being young to 10, 
I feel like I could go back there. I wish I could go back there. I wish that those were just the best years of my life because I had, I was just happy and I had everything up until I went to live with my mother. And I think things just went AWOL. Everything just changed in a, in a very short space of time up until today. I don't even know what happened. So, um, after living with my mother, I had to mature very quickly. My mother wasn't so responsible with me. I'm the only child that my mother has. So she would just leave me in the house for two months and go and live wherever. She couldn't care if she left. She left food in the house or anything. So I had to fend for myself at a very young age. That's where I met the father of my two kids, my first two sons. That's where I met him. And he used to be there. He was the person who was there for me up until we had kids. And once you have kids, now it's no longer a relationship between the two of you. There's now other people involved as well. The families are now involved. So because we were so young, it was just too much pressure from us and from everybody else. So our relationship didn't work out. I moved on. I went on with my life. I continued going to school, completed my matric and asked my uncle to take me back to school. He said, okay, I'll take you to college. Fine. In college, in my last year of college, I got pregnant with my daughter. Going to the clinic for, uh, for getting checkups, I found out that I was HIV positive. That I was actually, I'm not HIV positive. I was diagnosed with HIV. So it was, it was one of those things. You think HIV, you think, oh my God. I'm dead. Mm. You think, oh, sure, yeah, I know they talk about HIV, they talk about dead, but I'm finished. Like, what am I going to do now? Where mm. am I going now? Mm. I've got a kid. I've got kids now. It's not even one kid. It's now three kids. Who's going to live for these kids? Okay. And Leslie, yeah. so can I just, I heard something in that. I heard that you have a very loving uncle. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's too much. He, he is too much. <laughs> oh, he, he's, oh. A, a, a young lady, there is no such oh. thing as too much loving. He's <laughs> absolutely looking for loving. Oh, he's, he's a darling. He is a darling. And you know, um, all the years, he's the only person that I feel okay. This person understands me, but then he's human as well. You know, he, I'm, I'm not expecting him to be perfect. And, I've learned so much from him. I think when I think of my uncle, I still think, you know what, this man has done so much for me. I I still need to push a bit harder, not only for my kids, but just for him to see that everything that he did for me is not in vain. I pray every day that God, just one more day for him, please let me do something with my life so that he can enjoy it, but so that he knows that I love him so much. I, I don't know. I love my uncle with, with all my heart. Everybody knows. My friends will tell you that if she talks about her, in fact, I call him my father because I don't know what it's like to have a father yeah. so if i say my father then my friends know okay mm-hmm. no you can't do anything to her she said her father L- leslie you were talking about learning from suffering mm. and and earlier just talking about all the learning yeah that that matapelo's had yeah. in in a very short space of time in a very, very young short. life very young life and such such depth and maturity such depth. So it sounds like you learned that you are able to now transfer that love to your children. Sure. And is love a very high um, value for you? It is very high. It is very, very high. And currently, Leslie, um, I'm single. I wouldn't say I'm in a stable relationship with anybody because... I don't know. Maybe I think it's because maybe I've got a very high expectation of love. Uh, love means a lot to me. I think 
I nobody should play with love. I mm. think that it's it's such a deep thing that you can't just pick from anyway. Mm. It has to come from from deep within. So yes, loves mean love mm. means a lot. A very love is the highest value that we can aspire to, and the fact that you can love your children because you've been loved. Do you consider that a strength? I think I do. I think I do. Okay. Um, and what about what from the pain that you've experienced in your life, and you've experienced a lot of it? What sort of resources has it brought you to? Um. Looking at myself now, I think I'm a lot stronger, mm-hmm. a bit more persistent. Mm-hmm. I think I was a lot more persistent than I am right now, but mm-hmm. I think I am a bit persistent. For my age, I think I'm quite too matured. I scare myself yeah. sometimes. Ah. <laughs> can, can I add that, that you are also very self-sufficient? If you could look after yourself mm. at that very young age and you can look after children, mm. just that alone, just that alone is worth a medal. Well, it's the responsibility yeah. for at such a young age and you're such a responsible person. Uh, sometimes I think I don't, I'm not, mm. I don't mm. know. Maybe it's because I feel that I'm, I'm not doing enough. Mm. I, I wish I could just do quite a lot more. Okay, so are you very hard on yourself? I'm too hard on myself. <laughs> I'm really too hard. I mm. actually, there's a, there are times where I, I do stop and think about it, that like maybe I am mm. a bit, being a bit too hard on myself, but mm. then again, I think that, well, if you don't become too hard on yourself, you've mm. got kids. Mm. Like, Leslie, can I ask, is that one of the things that, that can be one of the things that blocks you from finding the true meaning in your life. Absolutely. Because you're so hard on yourself. I think most people are very hard on themselves. You always think, I could be better. I could do better. Look yeah. at so-and-so. We're always comparing ourselves with other people. I do that a lot. In fact, you know, when right now in my circle of friends, I feel like I'm, I'm the lowest. My friends are, are working most of them are nurses, theater practitioners, this and that. They drive. Like when I'm with, I don't even hang out with my friends anymore. I don't. And they are always complaining, but we miss you. Where are you? Like, it's fine if you don't have one, two, three. We just want to be in your company. I'm like, no, but mm-hmm. I always give out excuses. I always give out excuses because I feel that, but I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I no longer fit now in that circle. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm way out. Those people are way up. Upper than I am. Mm. Would you say that those people have your courage, your strength, your persistence, all know. the good <laughs> things you were talking about, the love that you're able to give your children? I don't think they do. You see, we measure success often by the work things. we do. Yeah. And the real work is to love our children, is it not? It is. It is. It is. You're breaking me down here, ladies. <laughs> You're breaking me under. <laughs> because it's so, you know, we, we kind of, and, and it's, it's what we see on TV all mm. the time, isn't it? Mm. But if we think about what the meaning of life mm. truly is, mm. it's, it's life. It's in mm. the life. It's in the living, breathing mm. experiences. Mm. Why do you want money so you can have experiences? Mm. You know, but when we're only having the experiences, mm. all we want is we want the money because we think that's where the experiences Mm. are. I'm so glad you mentioned that because in the learnings that I've done, uh, Frankel says you can be blocked in three ways. 
And that is experiencing your world, your blessings, what you get for free in the world. Oh. Okay, so if we look outside, the, the beautiful foliage, the, the weather, the, our breath, we get so much free in the world. And we've got to start really acknowledging that. Then we get what we call our attitude. Okay. Okay. So if we go out, if I was to come to you with an attitude, I know I'm not going to get the job. What would you be feeling? Because you're an intuitive person, aren't you? I am very intuitive. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the energy you put out there. Yeah. If you walk into the space feeling yeah. negative, yeah. you tend to be negative. Yeah. You know what? You can see somebody walking over there and you can decide whether you are going to talk to them today or not from their body language, mm. from what they're putting out there. Mm. So the first real thing, these are the three things, what you experience so, and your blessings, your what you create in your world. Now, create doesn't mean an art piece. You are creating love. You are creating relationships. You have a relationship with your uncle. These are all creations. Okay. okay. Your creation. Wow. Absolutely. Oh, Your oh. creation. Yes. Okay. And yes. the third one, so what So creating? it's attitude, it's what you create, and that's relationships. It can be an art piece, it can be whatever. And um the third ones is what you experience and how you count your blessings. Sure. How you that's count deep. your blessings. Is yeah. that deep? It's very deep. <laughs> <That's> deep. <laughs> that is deep. Mm. You know what? It actually is deep, and I think we should take a moment to think about that. Let that mm. sink in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> um, when we come back, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to chat a little bit more about where to find the ways to unblock mm. the blockages. Now that mm. we know what it is that's out there, where mm. to find, where to change those. Mm. Hi, Dave from A1 Builders in Pretoria. Yeah. It's Dan. I found your number on the internet, and I need you to build me a room, the purpose of which I cannot disclose. What? Fine. It's a sunroom. Can you start immediately? It's 4 a.m. I'm sure it's 4 a.m. somewhere, Dave, but here in SA, it's 10. You mean USA? There's more than one Pretoria out there. For the quickest and most efficient way to find what you're looking for, start your search with yellowpages.co.za or download the app, Yellow Pages, for local, reliable results. <laughs> yeah, That's she's singing song. along oh, in the studio my... here. Yeah, Beyonce is every girl's jam. You know, you know, Beyonce is for me. After like right now, after this conversation with with Leslie, I listen to this song like all the time, and it's a very deep song. It talks about. You cannot fix what is outside. It's the soul that needs surgery. That's what the song says. It says when you're off. No, it's a very deep song. You know, like now I realize that I have been listening to this song all the time. Why haven't I been actually like drawing any inspiration from it? Mm -hmm. And like sitting here with, with Leslie, I'm like, but she was right. It's not about the things that you have because... Pretty Hurts, the song, it talks about 
being a beauty queen, being in a beauty pageant and obsessing about beautiful, but looking beautiful on the outside. But what about the inside? You cannot see your, your, your soul. So why don't you try and fix your soul? And, and Leslie, you were talking in, in the break, you were talking about mm-hmm. how, what you're looking for, because this is, this is a little, I've, I've been to some coaching sessions. Mm. I'm going to put myself out there and say mm-hmm. I've done this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really done that. Things. Got the t-shirt. Not above those things. Oh, <laughs> right. Always out there seeking, seeking. <laughs> but yeah. it's very different. And I've also been to therapy sessions, right? I've yes. also been to therapy sessions, okay. and they're nothing like on TV. Where, oh, really? like, the, yeah, they're nothing like on TV yeah. where you oh. think, like, where you see Dr. Kramer saying funny things, and you're lying on the couch. No, it's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> but this is very different from even classic coaching. And classic um, therapy. Yes. And and you were saying what you're looking for, the logo hints that yes. you're looking for are? So I'm looking for how you are talking and where you are talking when you – I'm so pr- amazed by what you said and how you listen to that song because – we don't have to fix the spiritual dimension. It's always whole, mm. always. But what lies in the spiritual dimension oh. are our choices, mm. our humor, our love, our responsibility. All those good things lie at this. So what I'm looking for is what's blocked either in your attitude or your choices or your creative value and that you listen to that song so well. How come you listen to songs like that? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, if you ask myself, I think I, I, let's, let's go back to love. I think I listen to a lot of, of love songs and, I don't know. Maybe it's because I feel like I, I, I love too much and never having that, I feel that I should always give it. I, I don't know where I, 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 I've learned love, but I think I, I, I'm, I'm very observant. Mm-hmm. I, I, I tend to look at a lot of people around me and see what is good and what is not. And I, I think Drawing from other people, seeing a lot of families that are together and a lot of families whereby, you know, there are the, the, in, in, let me make an example with Africans. There's, there's this belief that if uh, you come into your house and you find a man washing dishes, yeah, no, it's, it's Gorobella. But if a man, <laughs> if a man loves his wife mm. and she just, She's tired. He'll say, no, honey, sit down. I'll, I'll do the dishes. Mm. You understand? And I think that is love mm. because he's not doing what we think is right, mm. but he's doing what he feels mm. is right because he feels for this other person that, you know, my wife is tired. So let me just do the dishes. It doesn't matter if they say it's Gorobella or what. So I think other people's experiences are the ones that are actually teaching me a lot of things. Oh. Even the songs, when you hear other people speak, I love songs. I love singing. Oh. I, I can, I can sing. Oh. <laughs> I really, I, I could, I could pull, I could pull a Beyonce. So I think. Uh, go, yeah, on, do it. Beyonce. Beyonce. go on, do us. Go on. Go on. Go on. No, guys. <laughs> okay. The, there's a song by Nati. It's, it's, it says, Nomvula Wami. The song says, uh, Nibizalenunvulawa Tetani Naye 
I, I don't know, yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, Beautiful. so I I love singing and I learn a lot from mm-hmm. other people's experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. So what you're saying is you experience your world by looking at other people. I do, and that's a big experience of your world. What you're also saying is you've got an amazing, creative, God-given value. Uh, God-given gift, which is your singing. How are you using it? I'm not. I'm not. Um, I think I've I've always been afraid to sing. I know I can sing, but I'm just I've I've I don't know why, but I've always been afraid to sing. Could you be afraid because it won't be perfect? I think so. I agree. I think I'm afraid because I think, nah. I think people are going to think, ah, but it's just a voice. We know her type of voice. I don't think, I, I, I'm afraid because I think it won't be as wow as I would, I would love it to mm. be. Yes. Do you try new things? Mm, no. Mm. I don't think, I don't know. I don't. What if you were to sing at home? And start like that and dance with it. So you, you moving do. the body. You do do that. <laughs> I do that. I'm a very good dancer. Does that help you get up in the You're morning? You're a good dancer as well. Oh, I can dance. I can <laughs> sing. I'm a very good dancer. Like I could sing and dance at the mm. same time. And yeah, no, I, I can. Well, those are amazing creative skills, aren't they? They are. How many people can say they can <laughs> sing and dance? I know. I know. I okay. Know. And then back it up. Okay, yeah. so if, if, can you see that if you begin to bring those into your life, that it could start shifting? Because we're going back to harshness. You're judging yeah. yourself already. What are they going to think? I do that. Okay, so if you can say, I'm going to do it, let it go, it doesn't matter how it is. Mm. We, we're all human. Okay. I'll try that. <laughs> I'll def- in fact, I'll do that. And I'll Leslie, that. just speaking about finding those things that are the mm. creative things in, mm. in your life that mm. you can bring out there. What are some of the things that, that one can do every day to start finding those blockages? For me, I look at nature. I've, I've look, when I didn't have work, um, that's what I did. I, I sang, I danced, I looked at nature, um, and appreciated it, counted my blessings, um, and, um, put it out there, what I wanted and what, and also, have you ever thought of doing anything aside from just looking for a job? Yes, I've, I've always thought of being a motivational speaker. <laughs> I think I think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. I think about it a lot. I think you know there's there's certain things that young girls do. I, I'd mm-hmm. really love to to work with young girls. I think there are things that I I never knew, and I think I want to be that person mm-hmm. who goes to a young girl and say, you know, you can mm-hmm. still be yourself mm-hmm. and still be able to do certain things mm-hmm. and still have your your dignity and your sanity intact and still be awesome and mm. not worry about other people but honestly i haven't done anything mm. but i would really how would you go about planning that what would uh, be the first steps for you there i don't know currently i don't know mm-hmm. yeah could you could know. you lay out a plan i can i can try of what you're going to say yeah. when you talk i think i could 
do that because the the type of girls that I think I would want to talk to would be girls from the ages, the ones that are already in adolescent stages, the ones that mm. feel that nobody understands them, the ones that are, that feel that everybody's just against them. Because I think I've been there before. I've felt that everybody's mm. just against me. Mm. Everybody just... It, 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 I've felt that nobody wants to hear me. So I think if I were to to start planning, I think I would start there. I would look at the age group. I would think I would mm. look at the type of people that mm. I would want to to motivate. Mm. And what's given you all those skills? My life and my pains. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't have had this depth and this no. wisdom without mm. that, could you? No, I couldn't have. I agree. And does the not knowing where to start? Stop a lot of people from yes. starting yeah. to find to block, to unlock their life. Yeah. That I don't know because we all. Uh, yeah. What I've heard, what I've heard from you, Matapelo, is y- you understand it that you go to school and kudos to you, you know, because even after the the children, you went back, mm. you finished your matric. You I went actually back never and stopped. You, fin- you know, you finished your matric, um, you finished your yeah. diploma. You've got you've got more than just. A standard eight, you know mm. what I'm saying, yeah. and and but you also come. We come from a world that says once you finish your matric and then you study something else, and once mm. you finish that, you must go look for a job. Yeah. You know, mm. so that's what we are pre-programmed mm. to do, and so you don't know where to start mm. for looking for an alternative. Yeah. Okay, that's why I've been exploring what mm. you do creatively, and you sing and you dance. Those are amazing creations. Okay, yeah. and you love to talk and to educate. So the first, uh, what people do uh, for me is they sit in analysis paralysis with fear. Instead of writing out what they're going to be saying, and you've already then put out the intention. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, she's correct. Amazing. Uh, I hear her, yeah. Yeah, because you, you look words. for those girls. You yeah. look for those girls. You say, where do I find these girls? Mm. And how do I get them together? How do I get them in a mm. room to, to hear the message? How do mm. you, you know? So, mm. so once you, so it, it is in the appreciating mm. every little thing, mm. you're able to start unlocking. Mm. Does writing them down help? Absolutely, because it concretizes oh. left and right brain. Okay. So, and you focus and it goes slower. Um, mm-hmm. So it definitely helps to write down. And often when we can't find work, we have to look at another way. Okay. We have to creatively look at another way, mm-hmm. look at our talents, which is what we're doing. Okay. And you've got them. Yeah, I think I have a lot of them. <laughs> okay, I know I have a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> we're having a conversation about the words we speak as exactly. well. Leslie, exactly. Leslie, you were saying about... Creativity, and we often hear this, you know, and and mm. we kind of think it mumbo jumbo, and you hear it and forget about mm. it. But the words that we speak, so I think versus I know, or I'm trying, yes, or I'm managing, I'm yes. getting by. Yeah. The, the words they're, they're iffy words, uh, iffy words. Yeah, they're iffy words. They're not uh, bold and nah. yeah, because you're a bold person. Okay, you said so. <laughs> I am. You, it's gone nowhere. Where do you think all that strength, courage, boldness, love, where do you think it's gone? I don't know. 
It's within you. It's just to reemerge it. Look for it. Not look for it. It's there. You just Mm. have to bring it back. Bring Mm. it out. Mm. What? Those big English words, re-emerge it. Uh, (laughs) That's my own word. That's not a word. That's not a word. (laughs) Re-emerge it. She just created a word. I just created a word. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) Bring it back. (laughs) Well, I love about that because in the not knowing where to go. Yeah. So we're just talking talking about where where to start looking. Mm. It's important to start looking within yourself. Mm. What can I do? Mm. What do I love? Mm. What am I good at? Mm. Is is the, am I understanding you correctly? Absolutely. Correct? And if I can't find work right now, yes, I need to feed my children. However, you go and do something with the children or talk or motivate and somebody's going to discover you. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the discovery thing, right? Mm. Always gets me every time mm. they're getting discovered. But Leslie, so if I cannot go for a therapy session, mm. but I'm listening today and I'm thinking the top five things that I, that that one should remember all the time mm. in trying to unblock their own path mm. to meaning, mm-hmm. because we, you know your own path to meaning. What are sure. those things? What what are those things that one can kind of okay. hold on to? Okay. What attitudes? What we've spoken about. Mm-hmm. Um, what I can create, which we've spoken about. What I experience from my world. What choices do I have? How? What choices? Yeah, choices are big. What does my conscience steer me to do? And something called responsibleness, which is different from responsibility. What is that? It is responsible towards ourselves. What am I doing? Am I too harsh on myself? Mm. Where, what am I doing that I'm not, um, allowing my true self to shine and become who I ought to be? Sure. But sometimes, do you feel, Matabelo, that you've got choices? Mm, I do. Okay. Yeah, I do think I have. I do feel I have. I have choices. Okay. Yeah, but I guess I'm a bit scared to exercise those choices. I mm. think doubt comes in a lot every time that I have to do something. I tend mm. to doubt it before. Like I would think, okay, let's just do it, and immediately when I have to do it, I. Start doubting and like no, but maybe mm. you just shouldn't. Mm. And the, you know the doubt thing and the fear thing mm. comes up quite often, mm. just in in having the conversation with my tuple, but also in thinking about myself. I think mm. it's it's very easy to be afraid, mm. to be afraid of new things, to be afraid of stuff you've never done before, mm. to be afraid of failing. Mm. So those things can to be, be afraid of succeeding. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Actually, I think I'm more afraid of succeeding than I am of failing. Why? Because I think I've failed a lot. So if I fail, it's like, okay, sure, I'm used to it. But now I'm I'm really scared that I can actually be great. I think I'm really scared that I can actually get over everything and just be Mm. wonderful. Do you remember what Oprah said? She said, I think it was Oprah. She said, who are you not to be great? I know, I know that that statement. Mm. Then I ask myself all the time. Mm. I do. Mm. 
mm. I ask myself, but I, mm. I seem just to not, I think I've allowed the fear to, to play mm. too much on, on my mind. And when you're being afraid, do you know you're being afraid? I don't think so. I really don't think so. I think I re- after having made a decision, then that's when I actually realized that, but you were just afraid of, and it would probably be a bit too, too late because maybe mm-hmm. that event would have passed or whatever it is that would have happened mm-hmm. has already happened and it's gone. Mm-hmm. Other things one can do, Leslie, that are mental exercises to bring that to the fore. And yes. I ask the question about, do you know you're afraid in that moment? Yes. You know, because sometimes you don't, you know, yeah, sometimes sure. you just make you reactively yeah. make decisions Ooh. And only when you've had a moment to sure. think deeper, you think, yeah. but, oh, that, what was I afraid of? Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing is, what I'm hearing again is what I've touched on before, mm-hmm. and that is the perfectionism yeah. that you're looking for. Full. If you just allow um, yourself to make errors, how do we learn? By errors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. By 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 the pain, the suffering, the mistakes, and yeah, everything. You you. That's when you get to realize that you are learning. Because if you don't go through them, I don't mm. think you actually. I don't think if I mm. haven't gone through everything that I am still going through, mm. I don't think I would have learned a lot of things that I've learned right now. Stunning. So you feel your wisdom. Yeah, I do. Matapelo, do you think that this conversation has been worthwhile for you? It's been more than worthwhile. It's, it's, I think it's just, um, let's go back to the word. It has uh, helped me reemerge. <laughs> yeah. I think we should put it in the dictionary. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, yeah, I think I've always had it in me. Like I said, my friends, when I say to them that, oh guys, I'm not feeling well. I think I'm a bit depressed. They look at me weird. They're like, you depressed, but we've never mm. seen you depressed. You don't look like the depressed type of person. We, we call you and say, oh, but I've got a problem. And you're like, no, do this and do that. Mm. But I feel like why, when I have a problem, there's nobody to, to call and say, oh, I've got a problem. Mm. They're like, but that's weird. So what will you do differently tomorrow? Tomorrow, what I'm going to do differently, I will, Reimage everything that is in within myself. Like I said, that there was a time where I felt lonely, and the only person who could still get me going was just me because I made a decision there and there that you know what, you don't have anybody to call when you're in trouble, so you better find ways to mm. to deal with yourself, to deal with your mm. life. So I think I lost that somehow. I really lost that somehow. So that's an attitude, you see. You made a decision. That's an attitude that needs to be looked at. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'll I'll just go. I have to go back there. Mm. Yeah. And how will you make sure that you you keep yourself motivated? Like you're definitely smiling more now. (laughs) Yeah. Than you were more than I was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. I think continuing to. To thrive on the things that I already have and appreciating more mm. of the things that I've already accomplished. Cause like I say, I raised my daughter by myself and mm. even though my two sons, their father is raising them, but I help out 
every time that I can. And there's a time whereby they come to my place and they visit and I have to be responsible towards them as well. So I think mm. learning to appreciate more of what I have and what I have done, mm. I think that will also help me a lot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What an amazing time together. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think really, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really amazing what you have achieved in literally three quarters of an hour because it's all within you. Mm. It's just within you and it, it just was to shine the light in a, a bit of a different direction. And when you start appreciating all those gifts that you have and that you've created, including the love for your children, mm. um, when you start, appre- then your, your self-worth is going to start feeling better. Better. Mm. 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 And when you're feeling better, you walk mm. into every situation. Mm. With with a better outlook. Yes. And Leslie, just very quickly before we say goodbye mm-hmm. to everybody, for you and and when we initially spoke about logotherapy, mm. you, you kept explaining to me and cautioning me of how sometimes there's a lot of deep work mm. that needs to happen mm. before a person can actually experience a breakthrough. Mm. Um, that deep work that one needs to do. What are the the questions that one needs to ask themselves mm. in order to to begin to scratch the surface, mm. as it were, to do the work, mm. to find themselves mm. in in that place? Because you don't know mm. in your mind you, when you are living a very busy life like we're doing, mm. or when you are in a dark hole, if you are depressed, mm. you know what? Mm. How does how does one clope their way mm. back mm. from that? Okay, so we're going to look at all those things that sit in the spiritual dimension, and that is my conscience. What does my conscience steer me to do? What is my responsibility? Frankel said, um, uh, you are responsible to life. Life is not responsible to you. Oh. Okay, that's deep. That is very deep. And you are being responsible to life, are you not? I am. So it's to really stop pushing the thing that is getting in our way, which is the work. Start doing what you love Mm. and start asking yourself, what's my attitude? What am I creating? What are my choices? Et cetera, et cetera. Okay. That we've spoken throughout, Pumi. Mm. Because those choices make all the difference. Mm. Those choices make all the difference. Mm. But if you feel, you, you know, if you feel you're justified in beating yourself down, if mm-hmm. you feel, I, you understand that you've yes. got choices. Yes. And you understand that you are part of the creating yeah. of of your reality. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you feel, I've made choices, I've created, I've created the life I'm in now. Mm. And this life that I'm in now actually sucks. Mm. So right? what do I want? Yeah. What do I want different? Yes. And what's the first tiny step I can take to actually Getting on that road. So you, for motivational speaking, mm. what is the first step? Do you think there are kids um, in social welfare, etc., that could benefit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think to begin with, kids in my community more than, more right. than anything. Yeah. So there you go. There's already a plan, isn't there? Yeah. The planning, I love planning. <laughs> yeah, it has something to do with control. I love planning. But when you, when you talk about planning and, and I can see it in my mind, I can mm. see it very clearly. Mm. You know, you wake up and you, you write down the 10 things mm. that you, you need to do on each mm. day. So I love the planning. But for, for people who are yeah. feeling, I don't know, 
okay. I don't even know how to create that. Yeah. I don't even know. So it's to self-validate. Wow. What does that mean? Self-validate. Bodies are like dogs. They love being mm. patted. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I did well. Yeah. Well done. So okay. your own pat on the back. Yeah. Your own pat on the back often for small things. And then become very aware of how you talk to yourself. Okay. Oh, I was dumb. I shouldn't have done that. You can say that. Mm. But you can say, but tomorrow's another day. Oh, so how you talk to yourself? It's not just how other people talk to you. It begins how you talk to yourself. The self-talk is in the very old, deep part of the brain, mm. and is is vital to how we behave out there, and how we talk. Ah, so actually, that that's what you were talking. So when when you said when you get a call and somebody says there's a job out there and you're going, uh, what's the point? Mm. You, that's already, mm. that's negative self-talk. I went, I've, mm. I've only just, that pen is just dropped for me. <laughs> and, and she's allowed to say it. Mm. I've, I've just tried so hard, but hey, let me try in another direction now and see what happens. Mm, try, try something new. Mm. Try one more time. Mm. Keep mm. trying. Yeah. And go to what you love. Okay. Go to what you love. That's a nice one. Mm. That's a good one. So my two big things is you're responsible to life. Mm. Life's not responsible. So life doesn't owe you anything. No, you owe life. You owe life for living. Mm. Your? Yeah, that one. (laughs) (laughs) Deep thoughts. I'll be thinking about that at two in the morning. (laughs) Life doesn't owe you anything. Yeah. Ladies, thank you so much for coming. Thank, thank you so you. much for, for the conversation. No, I think, thank you for having me. Thank and, you. And I'm glad you you feel that way. Just look, you're <laughs> smiling so much. She was crying. I then walked yeah. in. I don't even have a tissue for her. Uh. <laughs> I forgot that tissue. Uh. Next time I'll remember you the should. tissue. <laughs> Leslie, thank you. Pleasure. For you as well. And just for people that are wanting to get in touch touch with you. People that are looking for coaching, you still do coaching as well? Yeah, I combine it. Combine I combine it. it. I can't not use this experience. Oh, mm. Okay. Yeah. So it's, um, my cell numbers, do you want that? Mm. 083-325-3532. And my email address, uh, baron, b-a-r-o-n at iafrica.com. And they can get hold of you on Twitter at, at Leslie. We're big on social media here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facebook, I'm big. I must get onto Twitter again. <laughs> What's your Facebook page? Um, Leslie Witt. Leslie Witt, W-I-T-T. Yeah. W-I-T-T, Leslie, thank you so much for chatting Pleasure. with us. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and your experience. And this is, this is, this is what woman power is about yes. for me. You know, this is what yes. womanla is about. It's yes. about women sharing their experiences and sharing Sharing their knowledge with each other because, you know, we've got a a whole other life. There's a life here that we're responsible for. Thank you so much, ladies, for coming and chatting with us. It is almost, let me see. I see a car enthusiast. They never look like car enthusiasts. Uh. Coming up after (laughs) us is Motor Central. Uh. But remember, girls and boys out there, you only live once. And, hey, that's the Auto Central. Auto Central. Last week I also said Auto Central. Auto Central is coming up next. <laughs> and you've been with Pume Mashiko. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And if you're looking to get hold of Leslie, at Leslie Witt, W-I-T-T, or on Facebook. She's big on Facebook, she mm. says. And Matapelo, thank you so much for sharing your story thank with you. us. Cliffcentral.com.